seeking collaborations with influential people. At GZPR, we create passion-fueled collaborations that go beyond traditional representation, a performance agency that onboards new clients every month. Our focus is on POC collaborations. Contact us now at hellogzpr.com, a self-aware public relations agency exploring world perspectives with leading talents. Hello and welcome. My name is Tiffany Farrak. Welcome to Get to Know You Cafe. If you would like to support me to continue making these podcasts, you can now buy a Provoke Introspection T-shirt, 100% vegan, organic certified and made in Belgium, available on Etsy. proven ways to deepen all your relationships in 2023 the link is available in the show description now back to the podcast in my mission to open conversations and access deeper dialogue i wanted to hear from you listeners on last week's question and discussion last week lynn power and i discussed the question how do we gain resilience we received a number of responses that further deepen dialogue today i'll be discussing the episode and the responses that we received well, firstly, I want to thank Colleen again for having this conversation with me. It was quite a vulnerable conversation. She really opened up about a lot of different things and, and myself. And, you know, it's it's nice to be able to have these vulnerable, real open and, and deep conversations. But also it's, you know, in a way that was, you know, I, I don't know if you heard, but there were the dogs or puppies were there as well. And there were moments where, we, you know, we were laughing and, and things like that. And it's nice to be able to you know, have a like a range of emotions in one conversation with someone. So I really, I really valued that conversation and it was, you know, very interesting and um, yeah, brought up a, lo- a lot of different things. Um, a lot of, we still, we, you know, we st- the conversation started where we were talking about conscious beauty and, and, you know, what are we invest investing in ourselves? What are we ingesting? What are we putting on our bodies? And how companies need to be aware of these things and companies that are quite big that need to really take action and put steps in to really look at what they're giving their people, what they're giving public. And, you know, the biggest thing here is people need to be caring about people instead of caring about, you know, making more money or not spending or spending less money, you know, it's just people need to really um, care about mankind and humans and, 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 uh, you know, and I think if we are able to be more conscious of what we're, what we're doing and what we're, what we're putting on our bodies or what we're, you know, ingesting and so on, we'll be more conscious of, you know, what's coming out of our mouths or what we're saying and what we're doing and how we're thinking. And I think it's great to start at the physical level of things and, and move forward and, you know, help better, better ourselves and, and people can, you know, we have better communities of, of people who are more self-aware of and who are more, able to um you know i think what comes with increased self-awareness and self-aware communities is you know better collaborations better sharing ideas um bettering you know acts of service you know bettering the human experience for for one another so yeah i really very much enjoyed that conversation uh with lynn and um 
it's nice to hear perspective on certain things. And I know something, I know I mentioned if you listen to the episode about how, you know, when there's a death of a loved one or there's an illness, some friends disappear and people don't show up. And Lynn mentioned that and it's just a recurring thing. I think we're not, people are not, it's obviously due to self-awareness, but also they either relate too much or they don't realize that being there, their presence or asking someone, how are you? For some reason, for some, for many, it's, it's too hard to do. And, but, um, it seems like it's a, you know, it's among a lot of different cultures and a lot of people don't seem to know how to be there for each other. So hopefully we can have these conversations and people can start showing up and, and, um, not disappearing and and you know you know lynn mentioned her friends that you know after breast cancer friendships just were never the same and you know friend people stop being friends and a lot of that's happening because you know if if you can't be there you can't show up for somebody um you know to them it's it's hard for them to like well why are we friends like that that that's for many people it's like What's your definition of friendship? You know, is it like a superficial friendship or is it, does it have depth? Are you actually, do you have your friend's best interests at heart? Are you actually supportive? Are you happy for their successes? Are you there when things happen in their lives? What kind of friend are you? You know, so I think, you know, these are the questions that you need to ask and, and understand that your definition of friendship may be different to someone else's. So it's like maybe. I think through forms of actions and and through things happening in life, you get to see what how the person in front of you values friendship or not, or what they think is acceptable in friendship or not. So it's so if you don't have those conversations, which most people don't, you'll be able to see it anyway through their words and their behaviours with you. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's definitely a tricky one. So we have some responses, some really great responses from three people. We have uh, Stephanie from Chicago, Michael from New York, and Dev from India. Some of these questions are quite difficult to answer, I have to say, but let's have a go. Let's see uh, Let's see where we, I go with this. You know, all these cafe episodes and the ones that I do with myself are the ones that are, that are happen where people come on the show, uh, they're unscripted. There's no script. I'm not reading anything. It's really like, you know, I'm thinking out loud and you're listening while I'm thinking out loud. Um, and you're happy to send in your responses to these, you know, thoughts that I have or these questions that these listeners have raised. And yeah, we're creating our own community that able to share perspective and, and for people to gain insight and for people to understand, understand who they are and better their relationships. So our first response is from Stephanie from Chicago. She said, I wanted to thank you and Lynn for having this conversation. I felt like I was there with you. Thank you for your vulnerability and sharing your experiences. What is one way you can improve self-awareness? Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. Um, yeah, it is. Um, I think you know, sharing your vulnerability and experiences like one-on-one without anyone else hearing is one thing, and then like knowing it's always oh, a podcast where um other people will be listening in is another. But what I think I'm able to create on these shows is that people forget that it's a podcast and it's recorded and others are going to listen to it and they really do share from their hearts and um yeah we really go quite deep with these conversations so thank you stephanie um yeah the question what is one way you can improve your self-awareness well there are many ways we you can improve your self-awareness so firstly i want you to be aware that there's internal and external self-awareness 
And a lot of the time you think, oh, okay, I need to understand. People focus on their internal, so they want to know, oh, I feel this way because of this. I think this way because of that. I did this because of that. Great, that's one thing. But I think there needs to be a shift and more of a focus on your external self-awareness. So something that you can do with someone that you really trust and who has your best interests at heart and you have their best interests at heart, uh, somebody that's maybe observed a behavior that you want to work on or maybe that, that you're not aware of an external behavior the way you are or maybe it's not even a negative behavior. It could be a positive behavior. But you could do this with someone who knows you really well and you could ask them to point out a behavior that maybe you're not aware of and, and have that conversation, be open to it. So have, have a setting where there's, you know, there's an openness, you're both in the right frame of mind to do it. And it could just be over dinner, you know, have over dinner and, and it's nice and, and relaxed. And, um, and yeah, it really does enhance and grow you as a person. And it also grows your relationship with the person that you're having this conversation with. And you can do it, you know, they don't have to necessarily just do it with you or point something out to you. You can also point something out to them. And yeah, when you're aware more so, you know, of your external behaviors, it really does build and help you become a truly complete self-aware person. So yeah, give, give that a go and, um, and yeah, let me know how it went. Our next response is from Michael from New York. He said, is resilience gained when people suffer more? Oof. What a question, Michael. Ah, oh, you know, I think. I have to say, I think there is a genetic component to resilience. I think there's a, a, a big genetic component, but it's also, you know, like Lynn mentioned, also the same, you know, she said it's genetic and environmental. But I, I do think it's your mindset. It's your mindset that you, there's a the mindset in a way that, you know, I've seen people go through things. And everybody's level of resilience, you know, is different. Like what you think is nothing to another person is the end of the world. Um, and you, you see people crumble and crumble and crumble and all they're doing is like they're deteriorating when things are happening to them or happening, you know, in their lives, you know, things are happening to all of us. But some people crumble and all they do is crumble for years and year, year after year. They don't, they don't. They're not resilient. They don't grow. They don't get back up on their feet. They just get worse and worse. And maybe they self-medicate or they do, you know, they're uh, taking, you know, drugs or alcohol or doing things and take it to another level and doing things like that um, to just suppress or push down whatever it is, how they're feeling about, you know, what's happening to them or in their lives. So I do think. You know, it's a mindset that you you you've developed, you have, um, and certain personality traits. There's like a lot to it. It's not just one kind of thing um, that allows you to gain resilience. And I think, you know, you don't necessarily have to keep suffering to be uh, such a strong person. But usually, people who have a lot of resilience have gone through some. Um, you know, have gone through a lot of difficult things, have gone through hardship and have been able to come out from it. 
see like we're all going to go through these things but it's a matter of how many hardships can you come out of like do you come out through the other end like do you get yourself up can you can you you know stand back up strong on your feet can you look yourself in the mirror and go hey i'm a you know i've i went through that and i came out through the other end you know like um can you have a healthy way of living like the, you know after what you've been through the suffering that you've had you know, what are you doing on a day-to-day thing? Are you, you know, are you, what's your lifestyle like? You know, are you, um, you know, feeding yourself, like ingesting and, and having, you know, good people around you and um, what are your day-to-day, what's your day-to-day look like? What does your free time look like as well, you know? these All these things contribute to being resilient and gaining resilience, Um and yeah, there. I think more people. Um, some people suffer definitely way more than others, and their level of resilience and what they can handle is, um, is much more than others. Some people can't handle like a, a some like I said earlier, something small to some person, which is nothing. Where it's like that's not even some a thought to me can be the end of the world to another person. So I definitely, you know, um, I think people who have suffered had significant things like significantly damaging trauma um, and come out of it, you know, may other things that definitely, you know, are still difficult to them. It's like, I've already been through something worse. So like, this is now, you know, something I can get over quickly, you know, like if usually it is like this, you've been through worse things, other things in your life don't seem to like put that much stress or or make you suffer as much because it's like why would I worry about that? I've been through this other thing. This, you know, this thing now is is, is that's nothing to me. You see, it's a matter of I think the more difficult like worse things that you suffer, you see the bigger picture. It's like whoa, you know, you start seeing more of the bigger picture. So. You do, you know, you don't let things eat at you or um, you get over them quicker. You're able to get get back up on your feet much quicker um, than if you hadn't suffered through some pretty bad stuff. Our next response is from Dev from India. This is Dev's question. This one's a big one. This is a difficult one. Are some cultures more resilient than others? Whoa. You know, Dev, that's a question I thought about too. Um. I think if you can't say, well, maybe you can, depending on the culture or the country these you know people are from. Um, but if you look at history and what's happened in history and thing, there are some cultures that have gone through more difficult things and are still going through more difficult things than other cultures. I think that's definitely um, you know uh, evident. Um, but then you, but then it's like on a cultural level, there are things that you know, uh, you go through and then it's like on an, an individual level as well. Like even if you're from the same culture, on an individual level, not everyone's living in the same circumstances. So, again, that's going to change things. But co- some cultures definitely have suffered through a lot more things and, you know, have, I would say, have um, – You know, I don't know if it's more resilience, but they've definitely suffered through a lot more things. Some cultures have gone through some heavy stuff, like back to the earlier, the previous question is, you know, is resilience gained when people suffer more? Um, I think some, you know, 
when people immigrate, you know, why do you immigrate? Because there's there's a lot of wars and poverty and things that are going on in, in certain countries that are making you suffer a lot, but you have enough resilience to be like, hey, I'm going to pick up my family, but pick up myself and, and, and move and like start again in somewhere else. And definitely there's resilience to keep going. Like a lot of people immigrating to like countries, like their families, like I can talk about my grandfather. He picked up his five kids and his wife and, you know, immigrated from Egypt to Australia. And he was definitely a man that's full of resilience and had suffered a lot. So. You know, he's able to keep going, but he's also like something that Lynn pointed out, which I think was a great point. Like your love language, he's an actions person. Like he can do that. Not everyone can. And a lot of people, they're just like, well, I, I can't do it. So I think it's like your personality and things and, um, that, and so many other facets. There's so many to this, um, that, you know, makes you someone who's more resilient. Um, than other people and it's definitely it's like a spectrum of everything everything's on a spectrum there's a spectrum of resilience too and there's a spectrum of of suffering and that you know some people can suffer a little and you know it affects them significantly and so they don't their resilience is not that much and some people can suffer a lot and the impact is significant but then they're more resilient you know it's such a big spectrum with a lot of a lot of facets to it um, but that's a really good question. I think I'd like to have this question on a bigger panel with like a lot more people. Like, are some cultures more resilient than others? That's a that's a really good question. I think it's like you can't just answer it. You know, I'm not really I'm not answering it because it's I don't think it's something that you can answer because there's just so so much to it. Um, there's yeah, so much to it. But I do like you know if I if I you know my culture like I'm you know, blood Egyptian, like both my parents are Egyptian. I lived and grew up in Australia because my grandfather immigrated to Australia and then I picked myself up and now I've, you know, moved countries and I'm living in another country, like living in Spain myself. So I think, you know, you know, listening to stories, I think the stories of what your your family has been through is, of course, going to impact you as well and makes you either gain or have resilience or or not as well. Like that, there's lots of contributing factors to it. But thank you guys. Thank you everybody for your for your responses. Um thank you everyone. Uh these are questions and perspectives and I love how everybody raises different questions and you know brings different things to for people to think about. And um, you know, I, I love to highlight that that you know, these these questions and these things that are raised, it's got nothing to do with intellect. It's a matter of we all have different experiences and come from different backgrounds and have different ways of thinking and have been through different things. So, you know, we're able to raise and uh, these questions and it helps us all get, gain more perspective and gain a better, clearer picture of ourselves and insight into who we are and who we want to be. So thank you so much, everybody. And uh, these these uh, yeah questions are very interesting. Looking forward to next week's Get to Know You Cafe. Thank you for listening to the Get to Know You Cafe. If you enjoyed this podcast, rate, review, and share the podcast on Facebook or Instagram. You can tag me at Get to Know You Podcast. Be sure to listen to Tuesday's podcast and send in your responses for us to include next Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe to further deepen dialogue on this topic. If you have any topics you would like us to discuss, be sure to tag me at a post with your question. Join us every Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe.